Welcome to Two Therapists Talking. The hope for this podcast is to talk about important issues related to couples and individuals who are struggling in their lives with many different issues. I'm David Thompson, a marriage and family therapist. And I'm Sherry Christensen, marriage and family therapist. Please join us as we explore these issues together, and we hope you will learn and be enlightened along the way. Come find us at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast. Welcome back to Two Therapists Talking. I'm Sherry. And I'm David. And today we're going to talk about a really important concept, generally speaking, that is also, I think, an important concept when we're talking about uh, recovering and healing from betrayal, trauma, and addiction, and that is forgiveness. Very important. Yeah. I think a really common occurrence, I think in society in general, but we see it a lot as therapists, that whenever one party, whether this is an addiction or not, has done something that has hurt the other person, the idea is, hey, let's just get this over with. You really quickly forgive me and let's move on with our lives. Definitely common. Yeah. And there's usually a sense from the person who has acted out Mm -hmm. that they just want it to go away. Yes. Really, they want the pain to go away Mm -hmm. from the choices. And And the consequences. The consequences. Feeling like if we just let it go and put it behind us, then we should be fine. Everything will just go back to the way it was before. Like it'll be just that simple. Doesn't exactly work that way though. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think there are a lot of misconceptions about what forgiveness actually is. Definitely. And so we're going to talk about what forgiveness is and what forgiveness isn't to give you a little bit better idea and hopefully share some examples as well. And it's surprising how much I will hear and probably Sherry too when we're doing therapy and we're talking to a couple, the person who's been betraying their partner, often the guy will say she just needs to forgive. Mm -hmm. And that's the idea is that she is purposefully holding on maybe to punish him, Mm -hmm. uh, to see him suffer, which we could do a whole podcast episode about actually, because I am a big fan of you suffer to get well. And this is a true principle, Mm -hmm. just like you surrender to win. So I hear that a lot. If she would just forgive me, like it's a logical process and it's not a logical process. It's a heartfelt process. Mm-hmm. And so it's not a quick process. It is definitely not a quick process. The whole healing process is such a slow process that I try in the very first, definitely by the second session to lay some expectations for this is going to be a lot longer than you think. Mm-hmm. And we know from research even primarily on affairs, so not about pornography, masturbation, but however long the relationship didn't have trust in a recovery healing process for for her or for him to feel like trust is restored is about twice the time that there wasn't trust. Now, I know that sounds freaky Scary. because that could be a really long time. <laughs> Don't let that discourage you that this is going to be that long of a process for you. But the idea is it's a lot longer than you think it will be and certainly Mm -hmm. a lot longer than you hope it will be. Mm -hmm. And so I 
tell people plan on at least a year before you're feeling good again yeah. in this relationship. And that's and if a it's year of a year of doing things. Yes, that's full a good trust. A year. Thank of, you. That's a like, good qualifier. Totally trustworthy in all of the things of working. Yes, not a year. <laughs> that's a really good qualifier. Not a year <laughs> just passing. Yes. Which I really think a lot of people are like, if I can just wait long enough, this is all going to go away. Like uh-huh. it never happened. Nope. Yeah. That's not it's how it works. At least a year of hard work and being trustworthy consistently. Yep. Yeah. So. So forgiveness. I love it. What a great topic. Um, if you were to look this up in a dictionary, it means to stop feeling angry or resentful toward someone for an offense, flaw, or mistake, or to give up resentment of or claim to requital, something given in return, like compensation or retaliation. So that's the actual definition. That can be tricky when it comes to betrayal trauma. To stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone, uh, wow, that's heavy. Mm -hmm. That's pretty big. That can take a really long time. again, that second part, like, needing to get some sort of retaliation or retribution from it. So let's talk a little bit about what forgiveness is. Um, Just like we were mentioning before in that definition, forgiveness is a decision to release or to let go. To let go of the anger, to let go of the resentment, to let go of holding something against someone else right which seems odd a little bit Mm -hmm. often we don't want to let it go for fear of it's almost permission to happen again Mm -hmm. which makes sense when you've been hurt so deeply Mm -hmm. however what you'll see in common with what it does for you is it is all about you it is not about the other person yeah and so it's it's in a lot of ways a very religious concept Mm -hmm. forgiveness and healing are bound together Mm -hmm. so a decision to release yeah and again with that the idea of i can't let this go because i'll get hurt again you can't actually forgive unless you have boundaries otherwise what you're doing is putting yourself in a space of denial. If you have if you have the boundaries that can keep you safe, regardless of the choices of other people, then you can fully forgive. Right. So when you have that, when you have those boundaries, then it makes it okay for your body to allow you to forgive because it doesn't need to hold something back to try to protect itself. Right. It'll be easier to forgive, certainly, when you feel good about having boundaries, Mm -hmm. um, following through on boundaries, Mm -hmm. and trusting you, which is one of the reasons to have boundaries, is to begin to trust that you can take care of yourself, which has often been lost in this process Mm -hmm. because there's often gaslighting and things that are intentionally misleading, and you begin to believe it. So it is hard to trust you and boundaries help tremendously and we'll be talking about boundaries yes and they help you many episodes on boundaries but it's just an important thing to 
be aware of. So I'll often have clients who don't have those boundaries, right? And they are coming in and they're like, I don't, I don't know why I can't forgive. Well, there's a reason. Your body doesn't feel particularly safe right now. And so in addition to the forgiveness piece that we're going to, again, talk about in this episode, um, you need to be able to feel safe enough to release. Right. And that's what forgiveness is, a decision to release. Mm-hmm. So forgiveness is also a decision to embrace. And this comes from our last couple of episodes about the power of perspective and accepting the reality of who we are and what we are worth, independent of what somebody else does or says or even does to us directly. And thankfully, this idea of our worth and value being independent of even what we do. What Mm -hmm. we do... Determining our quality of life, not our value. So it's a decision to embrace the truth that you're worth it no matter what they've done. And so it's easier to forgive when you have a sense of, I'm untouchable. I'm bulletproof. The most important thing about me, they can't take, no matter what they do. Mm -hmm. And so I, I like this idea of embracing the reality of who you are as part of the forgiveness process. Then mm-hmm. frankly, that is on the reciprocal side of things that they are more than what they've done. Right. So embrace reality. Remember mm-hmm. mental health is a commitment to reality at all costs. <laughs> and the more we can stay close near to that, the more in reality we will live, the healthier we will live the happier we will be. I believe that. So forgiveness is also a decision to pardon and a decision to grow because anytime that you have suffering, you work through that and you become a stronger person. You become a person who is more able to release, to let go, to pardon and to embrace reality. And that's really powerful And it's similar to this power perspective we've talked about, where your joy comes from your focus, not your circumstances. And forgiveness is a very intentional and deliberate focus on good Mm -hmm. and your worth and value and not to stay focused on what's happened. Now, you need to protect yourself so it doesn't mean you bury your head in the sand like an ostrich and you're in denial. No, no. Like we've talked about boundaries help with forgiveness Mm -hmm. and we'll talk more about boundaries, but a decision to release, to embrace, to pardon, to grow, to heal. Yeah. And these are all very good things and they're all about you. It's not about the person that you're forgiving. It's about you. It's releasing you to move forward in your healing process Mm -hmm. and you deserve it. Yeah. Almost sometimes easier, I think, to talk about what forgiveness maybe is not. Now yes, that we've covered let's what talk it is. about some of those because there are so many misconceptions and there's so many ways that we get stuck and then we can't figure out why we can't forgive, but it's because there's so many of these other things that we're assuming that forgiveness is. Right. That it really isn't. So what forgiveness is not. 
forgiveness is not forgetting. Now, I know you hear the phrase all the time, forget forgive and forget. forget. And this often comes from the person who would like to be forgiven. Coincidentally, <laughs> they would love for it to be forgotten. It is not forgetting. When you forgive someone, your memory isn't suddenly wiped clean of the offense. It doesn't mean it never happened, which is a real hang up. Mm-hmm. I hear all the time, if I forgive, then it's like it never happened, which Ooh. ultimately makes you and your hurt and your pain meaningless, yes. forgettable. Yes. doesn't matter, which is really painful. Yes. And then it means it's fine to be walked on again. It's fine not to have boundaries and all of that. Right. So it is not forgetting. Part of the protective measures that we have, part of the boundaries is to know where we need to be safe and where we need to put fences so mm-hmm. that we don't fall. That's just part of this protective process, which is okay. So forgiving is not forgetting. It's really moving forward with what's happened and being different as a result. Yes. Yeah. It just doesn't have the weight, the emotional weight that it had before. Right. It's too heavy anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Forgiveness also is not trusting. This is a big, maybe the biggest one, actually. This is huge. I think we could probably talk about this for an hour which is another thing that will hold you back from forgiving mm-hmm. is you don't want your partner who's hurt you to maybe think you do trust them now because you've forgiven mm-hmm. which they again would probably just love if you forgive me then you must trust me nope it doesn't work that way yeah and of course you know we're not talking about like a tiny thing like you forgot to take out the trash right we're we're talking right. in this instance about really large things where you need to have boundaries, you need to have those kind of things in place. Now, if you don't take out the trash regularly and that's your responsibility, there may need to be some boundaries. <laughs> there may not be as much trust that you're going to not take out the trash. But it's not trusting. Forgiving is not trusting. Trust is earned. Uh, Brene Brown has a really great marble jar analogy where she talks about trust as being marbles in a jar right and it's this consistent putting marbles in this jar over time that builds that trust level up and when there's something really large like a betrayal something like that that jar gets turned over and those marbles get dumped out and so you have to start again with putting trust in that jar. So forgiveness can be instantaneous. There are circumstances in which you can forgive very quickly. If you have boundaries, if you're aware of what you need to do to keep yourself safe. And if you um, are a person who is maybe uh, that's easier for you to let go of, right? Forgiveness can be instantaneous. But trust is a long-term thing. I like using God as a good example of this, right? God forgives instantaneously, right? But we have to build some trust with him, right? If you want to be in his presence at any given moment, or if you want to have his spirit with you, those kinds of things, you have to be doing some of the things 
that build that and say, hey, I'm fulfilling these things that allow that to happen. What I think really can help somebody who wants to forgive because they have a sense that it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, It's perfectly appropriate to tell your spouse, I forgive you. I just don't trust you. And when you think about how relationships, Mm -hmm. I mean, this is Gottman Institute 101. Love is not the most important thing in a relationship. The most important thing in a relationship is trust. And it's okay to say, I love you. I don't trust you. I forgive you. I don't trust you. And it will be a process of rebuilding trust as you are trustworthy. This Mm -hmm. idea, guys, often will say, well, how can I earn her trust? And it's like, well, is this a trick question? Like, be trustworthy. What do you mean? Over time. Be honest. Be where you say, doing what you say you're doing. Mm-hmm. So perfectly appropriate. I think it can help with forgiveness if you imagine saying, I forgive you. I just don't trust you. That will take time and it will depend on what you do. Yes. Trust is about you. It's not about me just trusting you. Yeah. So easier to forgive when you hear it put that way often, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That trust is like, it's like a, a pitcher that's poured in over time. And the only responsibility of the betrayed individual is to keep the lid off their jar. It's just to be open to the possibility of trust being built. I like that. And the betrayer, there it's the burden of trust um, is on them to build over time. Yep. What forgiveness is not is removal of consequences. Yes. You can oh, forgive. This is huge. This is a big one. This is right up there with trust. You can forgive someone and they still have consequences because of their actions. For example, I don't trust you is a pretty good consequence. And I forgive you, but I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. So it's not a removal of consequences or of the need for them to work to get back into um, an intimate relationship with you. Mm-hmm. And that one's pretty easy when you put that in the context of a physical occurrence, right? Like my kids will, you know, whatever, smack each other. They'll do something. They'll, you know, be upset with each other. And, um, you know, they might say something really mean to the other person. And um, then we'll have this conversation. Well, how come we can't just, just forgive me or whatever? And I say, okay, well, if you were to chop their arm off, and then say, I'm so sorry. Will you forgive me? Does that make their arm grow back? No. There are consequences, right, to what you've chosen to do. And so there's healing that has to happen. There's consequences that have to happen. Um, and there's there's consequences on the side of the person who's been the betrayer. And then the person who has been betrayed has to heal, Right. If you punch them in the eye, they are going to have a black eye. They might have to do some healing work. You might have to have some consequences. Which kind of leads into this next one. Forgiveness is not instant emotional healing. Because I forgive you doesn't mean that I'm okay inside or I'm happy and feeling good about what's happened. Mm -hmm. 
some pain runs very deep and takes time, and betrayal trauma is probably right up there at the top. Yes. Of pain that takes time to heal. Yes. And we'll need um, a lot of demonstrating good things mm-hmm. and a lot of self-work and mm-hmm. self-care. And so another sort of you can forgive because it doesn't have to mean that you're healed now. Yes. Not even close. Yeah. Yeah. The I know we've talked about it before, but the car um, analogy, getting run over, betrayal trauma is like getting run over by a car, the drunk driver, right? You don't just expect to just walk away. Like you can forgive instantly in that moment, right? But it doesn't mean that you don't have a punctured lung and a leg sticking out at a weird angle. Right. Forgiveness also is not reconciliation. Reconciliation, of course, is the goal of a recovery process or couples therapy after betrayal. But forgiveness does not mean you are now reconciled. Poof. You're not there automatically. Definitely not. The relationship may be closer, but it will maybe never be the same. And the hope here, and and this can be discouraging where it feels like, especially for the addict, Mm -hmm. um, there is no coming back for me from this. They will never respect me the same. They will never trust me the same. I have seen that it can be better and stronger than it was before. So keep hope that just because you're at a pretty low place right now, you can still gain trust back and when you have a greater understanding of your own emotions and why you feel what you feel and you're talking more and sharing more and understanding more you can come away with a better relationship than you've ever had Mm -hmm. so don't lose hope her forgiving you though it does not mean you are reconciled Another thing forgiveness is not is a leverage of power. So when you give or grant forgiveness, that doesn't mean you now have some sort of one-up power over them. Right. Which obviously, if you did that, that would sort of violate the whole purpose of forgiving right. in the first place. I forgive you because it serves me. Yes. It gives I'm me get control. something out of it. Right. I can hold that above your head for forever that, well, I forgave you of this huge thing, which we see. We see in therapy. Right. Couples that, um, that do this, that try to use that status as a way to be able to have something that they can kind of hold over the head of their partner for forever. Yep. But Which that's not forgiveness. It's manipulation. Yeah. It's not forgiveness. It's manipulation. Yep. Also, it is not condoning or excusing a wrong. So we talked about that a little bit already. It doesn't minimize or justify the wrong. That's a fear. If I forgive him of this and it's probably just going to happen again, right? Yeah. Or it's, I'm saying it's okay. It's fine that it happened. I'm tough. It doesn't really affect me that much. No, that is not the message we're sending. Yeah. We're forgiving the person. We're not excusing the act. Yes. Okay. Another thing, forgiveness is not... Buckle up. This is a tough one. (laughs) It's not based on the wrongdoer's actions. So it what that means is even if the other person never apologizes, never asks for forgiveness... 
we can still forgive. And if we want our quality of life to be better, we should still forgive. So even if the spouse doesn't apologize or uh, isn't remorseful, Mm -hmm. doesn't do better afterwards, you still should forgive because of the benefits to you. And so this is hard because I'll forgive you when, and I know you want me to forgive you. And so again, it's a power thing. It's a control thing. You haven't done enough for me to forgive you yet. And that keeps me in a place of power over you. And it keeps you frantically trying to do what I want you to so that Mm -hmm. I forgive you. And I just, Mm -hmm. I'm not quite ready yet to forgive you. So keep doing more. That's not forgiveness either. Nope. Yeah. That's just manipulation. And what all that that ends up doing is keeping you in a place of anger, of resentment, of bitterness. So it's just, Mm -hmm. it's hurting you. Right. Yep. So let me tell you a little story here about that. A friend of mine had someone steal thousands and thousands of dollars from her. And she was really angry about it, obviously, and really upset. And the person pretty much came to her and said, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I'm never going to give it back. I don't care that you're bugged about this and does never not gonna... make it very easy yes not easy to forgive under those circumstances she really was struggling with this she was really upset there wasn't any recourse under in those particular circumstances that she could take to regain the money and she said it was like 10 years of every wow. day every day thinking about it every day wow. something would come up that would remind her of it And she would be so upset over this. If there was a vacation that she wanted to go on, but she couldn't go on because she didn't have money, then this came up. And it was just anger and, and bitterness and resentment in her heart. And she said one day she was driving home and again thinking about this whole situation and this person who had stolen this money from her and being really upset about it. And she passed the home of someone who had had some really terrible things happen to her, but seemed to just be happy and was able to kind of make it through and had a good outlook in life. And she said she thought to herself, how in the world is that person do so well and they're happy they're not angry they're not mad about what's happened to them and she said god kind of came into her mind and said let it go she said i can't let it go i've been thinking about this for 10 years there's thousands of dollars it's really bad it's it's awful and it's completely destroyed my life and it would be a waste to give up that 10 years of <laughs> thinking <laughs> a waste, about it right? yeah <laughs> and being upset about it And the thought was just, let it go. Let it go. Trust me. Try it. And she said, well, okay. I'll, I will, I'll give it a week. I'll just, I'll try it for a week. And then I'll see how I feel about it. And she said, instantly when she said, I'm, I, I will try it. 
she just felt flooded with such a sense of relief, of happiness, of peace. It just Mm -hmm. kind of washed over her. And she said her instant reaction was, this is what I've been missing. Wow. All those 10 years. And she said, that's it. I don't care. No amount of money is worth that. Right. I let, she's like, that person can have it. Doesn't matter. I'm not thinking about it ever again because it's just not worth all of the feelings that I've been carrying around for this long. Right. I like that. So it can be hard. It can be hard when you don't have the contriteness or the humility or the asking for forgiveness on that other side. It makes it really hard. It makes it really, really hard. Which, but it's still worth it. It's absolutely worth it and necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That idea, right, that not forgiving or holding a grudge or remaining resentful is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. Yes, yeah. <laughs> kind of doesn't work that way. So mm-hmm. kind of leading into what forgiveness is not. Forgiveness is not justice. It's not an acknowledgement that justice has been served. Again, it's Mm -hmm. to free you. And so justice is different. And I think a lot of us believe justice is ultimately not our job to be the judgment giver. It's not our job to be the one who serves justice. We wouldn't want that role. We really wouldn't. So forgiveness is not justice. There will still be consequences whether you forgive or not for them. Mm-hmm. But again, you're embracing you when you do. Yeah. And the last thing that forgiveness is not is changing the other person, changing their actions, changing their behavior. Like if I forgive, then they're going to do this or that. And they're going to know that what they did is wrong and they're going to change. Right. Again, that's a form of manipulation, right? If I do something, I'm doing something to try to get someone else to be or do differently, that will make me feel better. And forgiveness is just about us. Right. And us letting go so that we can move forward with peace and love and happiness. It's worth it. And you can do it. Yeah. So hopefully that helps you in your process of forgiveness and understanding how to forgive because it's not all of these things that hold us back from forgiving sometimes. Yep. It can be a simple, and I have quotation marks, little air quotes there as letting go. Yep. Thank you for joining us for this episode on forgiveness. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Two Therapists Talking. We look forward to sharing more conversations with you. Connect with us at twotherapisttalking.com or email podcast at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast.